gets colder My eyes go thin as I get older Piece in pieces, bloody and bruised I feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left, yelling on the right I'm sitting in the middle trying to live my Good afternoon. This is Evelyn Pringle. Welcome to Focus on the Facts. My co-host today is investigative journalist Patricia Negron. She's my partner in crime and taking down the Global Pedophile Network. Our guest today is investigative journalist Tim Holmseth. He will share some of the positive developments preparing a lawsuit against the shadow government and the child pedophile sex trafficking rings. He will also give us a detailed description of how child traffickers are laundering babies through U.S. embassies and selling them to demented individuals for nefarious reasons. He will also explain how the FBI, CIA, state law enforcement, other state agencies, and the shadow government fit into this horrendous child trafficking ring. Tim has been researching the global trafficking rings for many years, and his research is so complex that we need to hear the details from him. But on another note, before I bring him on, there was a positive uh, story out today about the New York Attorney General has filed a federal human rights lawsuit against uh, Harvey Weinstein, the Weinstein Company, and Bob Weinstein. So that's the really interesting developments there. I, I didn't know if we were finally ever going to see arrests or these perverts being taken down. But anyhow, I'll bring Trish and Tim on now, and we'll get the latest details on Tim's investigation. Welcome to the show, Tim and Trish. Thank you, Evelyn. Great to be here. Hi, Tim. It's nice to have you back. Hi, ladies. Nice to be with you again. Yes, yes. You have some really uh, important information that's going on in your investigation, huh, Tim? Yeah, it's uh, it's getting quite interesting. Um, I have announced, you know, as you know, that I I have been contacted by uh, some pretty significant figures within U.S. intelligence and. Um, we are developing a lawsuit with a law firm um, that's going to be filed against the, the operatives of the shadow government that have targeted me and my family for about nine years. Right. So tell, tell my listeners a little bit about all the things they have done to you, Tim. I mean, because this is just horrible what they do to investigative journalists and reporters who get at the truth. But go ahead and tell some of the things that they've done to you, Tim. Well, back in 2009, I, I mean, I was, always a, I was always a news reporter on the local level, and, you know, I, I won awards. I won first-place awards with the Newspaper Association. And, um, but I was a regular a local regional reporter. And then in 2009, I started conducting interviews regarding a kidnapping in Florida of a little girl named Haley Cummings. Actually, the people actually started contacting me. And um, I, I started doing interviews on that, and it was connected to the Casey Anthony trial down there. And the long and short of it is it turned out that I was actually interviewing the people that had kidnapped these, this little girl, and it was much bigger than that. It's, it, it, what it really turned out, you know, I ended up being interviewed by the FBI, and it turned out that I had... I, that these people, it was a group of uh, child sex traffickers uh, with the CIA and FBI. And uh, 
they turned their guns on me. And they came after my family. Um, I mean, to even explain everything they did is hard. I mean, if you, oh, if you go to my website, writeintoaction.com, you can, you can hear a lot of the phone calls they made to me, threatening me, threatening my children. But they got the, you know, it's interesting something you mentioned about me being a journalist because one of the things they did is they came after, they got me into a family court by, by connecting my journalism to my parenting. And I don't know if that's ever happened in our country, but, I mean, it probably has. I don't know, you know, I, in December, um, a judge in Minnesota vacated prior orders against me because I presented the audios that I had that proved that I had all this information about CIA baby trafficking, and the judge granted my my motion and acknowledged the evidence. So it's a big case. I think it's going to be a big case for journalists and authors in our country uh, regarding how you know the government target, targeting a journalist or a publisher by using their child to do it. It was totally unconstitutional. All right, and there's so many human rights violations in all of this. What they are doing, what our government is doing to us. But yeah, using children, going after children, and and this a little off the topic, but didn't uh, didn't um, Trish didn't the school or something go after your kids recently? Yeah, well, it was the strangest thing. We one of my kids had sent out a check, and it included some emojis. That one was like a bomb, and you know, um, it was just a message. And somehow, it made its way to the po- local police, and they show up at my door, and my son gets taken out of school for two days because they claimed it was a. Um, threat against the school. It was just the most ridiculous thing imaginable. I mean, it wasn't, it all worked out okay, but it was just like, it, it was kind of surreal um, that, that uh, <laughs> we would go through that, but it's nothing like Tim went through for sure. Um, right. And I, I would also, Tim, be interested to hear, so this case is you're moving forward on, what is the basis of it and, and what is it you're going to be attempting to prove in the process, Well, if you don't mind my asking. Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> what we're going to be doing is, first of all, there's, there's several serious constitutional issues that took place, um, because I literally, the, uh, the police department where I live was literally conspiring with a private corporation. Um, several of them actually, um, out of Indiana and Florida, and they was they conspired to get my computer, which they did. They got my computer and they destroyed it because they were trying to get rid of all that evidence that I had. Um, so there, there was constitutional issues. Um, uh, probably they are regarding search and seizure, but then there's there's other ones too um, regarding several of my amendments: uh, right to keep and bear arms. Um, so there's constitutional issues, but, but there's also, for, for about nine years, they have been defaming and libeling me, like, at a level that you wouldn't even imagine. If you look on the internet, I mean, when, if you just put my, bring my name up, you're gonna find, um, petitions put up to the White House, you know, these I petitions, where they call me a pedophile, and, like, they say that my house is like a house of incest. 
none of that is true. It's absolute one hundred percent fiction, and they're calling on um, you know uh, people in America to like take action against me, and that's that's totally against the law. You can't do that, and we know who they are, and um, so there's that. There's defamation and libel like at a level that is is huge, threatening my children. They threatened to kidnap my granddaughter, and you know they thought they thought they were going to get away with it. The same way that the black hats in our country thought they had taken over our country, they thought Hillary Clinton was going to win and they could do anything they wanted, and then Donald Trump won the presidency and it changed everything because it changed who our attorney general was. And so, anyway, that's kind of, there's there's several areas that are going to be addressed, but there's going to be a lot of defendants. So this is a civil suit that you're bringing, and um, it's in the process of this, not only will you have the opportunity to prove that they have um, targeted you with, in unconstitutional ways, but you'll also be able to submit all of the discovery around the child sex trafficking, right? That, that's correct. Because and so that will the, reason that, the, the reason that I'm being harassed and terrorized and defamed and libeled is because I obtained that information regarding um, the baby sales through the embassies. I mean, I have the names of the people, and they're the yeah. same people that have been terrorizing me. And so it it was they were they were deploying those methods and tactics against me to cover up international child sex trafficking. So, yeah, all that evidence is going to be part of my lawsuit. And so where are you in that process then? Um, Right now I'm in um, coordination and communications with figures in U.S. intelligence. And on my my end, there's a lot that I have to do myself for for a presentation to show the attorneys because this went on for nine years, and I know all the names, I know all the, I know all the information, and I have to map this information out in a document. This is what I'm working on, and it's the document's going to contain, you know, like internal hyperlinks. So, for instance, for instance, like say a, a lawyer is looking at the, the presentation, and it says on such and such a date. Timothy Homestead filed such and such document in such and such court. He can click on the link, and then that all those records will come up, and he, they'll be right there. Or on such and such a date, such and such person defamed uh, Timothy Homestead, blah, 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 put such and such thing on the Internet. And he click on it, and there it is. Or you can click on it, and there's the audio. So it's good. this is going to be a colossal presentation. And, I, and, you know, even after the lawsuit, you know, I think this is something that the American, you know, the American public can see it. It can be publicized, and people can sit and go through it. And, and, and it's going to be basically a blueprint showing how the shadow government in our country can target a person and, and how they do it, their methods and their tactics. And, I mean, it's so elaborate. But yeah, I well, took them on and it's been nine years, so, I mean, I'm hoping that what I'm doing can help other people who have, because I'm not the only victim of this. They terrorize people all over the country. 
but and you're one of the few that's still living. <laughs> right. Well, that was sort of what I was going to get at with my next question is how much time are you giving yourself to get, get the document completed? I, I'm working on it every day. We want to get this done as quickly as possible. And Do you think in the it's meantime, weeks I or have, months? Um, or I have been appearing on, on radio programs. I was just recently on Sarah Westall. And I, like I told Sarah, I, I want to appear on as many programs as I can because these people, who many of them are centered out of Broward County, Florida, a lot of them are, are um, out of Indiana, and a lot of them are out of Colorado. And the fact is, these people kill people. So, right. Well, in Broward County especially, we see people dropping dead all over the place. And Miami-Dade, I mean, that that's a hotbed for winding up, you know, suicided. Oh yeah, just just the other day they I think it was I think they found a federal prosecutor dead on the beach. Oh Bertrand Wiseman, um think is who you're talking about that was last spring. Yes. He was and he was in fact um uh assigned to immigration and visa issues. And we think he was someone who got caught up in the whole Haiti child sex trafficking part of the equation. And that's why he yeah. wound up dead. And a lot of the information that I have, and it's actually in the Minnesota court records now, but it it was baby sales and child trafficking, um, child trafficking into Mexico, child trafficking into Russia, in and out of Russia, Belgium, and then um, one of the primary sources of that information, which was Wayne Kruger, the client of Gloria Allred, um, oh. Wayne told, told me that her father did top secret work um, for the Pentagon. Did top secret work for the Pentagon, and like what? Like, I mean, what would that um, include? She, she didn't. She didn't say. She she told me that her dad would go in his office when she was little, and she said she never could figure out what he was doing, but he was always working on these documents. She said they looked like schematics or something, and she said after he died, they, her and her sisters or siblings found the documents, and it was top-secret documents with the Pentagon and the Department of Defense. So... And that's something that seems so consistent with this child trafficking is that it all—it seems to always lead to like CIA or military intelligence. I—I I saw the same thing in the John Benet Ramsey case. Uh, John Ramsey was connected with Lockheed Martin. Right. Right. Yeah, it's incredible. It, it, they really are tied together, and it's not just through the military itself. It's also through the private contractors as well as the um, the, the NGOs like Oxfam and the, the UN peacekeepers, all Child of them protective are services. involved in this. Yep. I That's guess because they also, so Red Cross is also involved because they launder a lot of the money. They they help facilitate because, uh, you know, whoever is tra- trafficking in these children is also trafficking in drugs and weapons often. And so you you find the whole, all of it goes together, it seems, on a global level. 
That's right. right. It is so deep and so many institutions and agencies and stuff involved that that's what's making it so hard for us to win this battle, what we're up against. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh, you know, I think one of the very, very smart things that President Trump did was he filed an executive order regarding the seizure of money of anybody who's engaging in... um, I don't know. I can't remember Human exactly the word, but basically it was the against humanity. December 21st. And, and, it and it actually so named in our country who's doing business with people in other countries, like, you know, child trafficking and everything, they seized all their money. Yeah. Right. 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 Well, you know, that's what the lawsuit that, uh, that the New York Attorney General filed. I was listening to his report on it. And what they're doing is... Um, they're, you know, they're trying to sell that company, the Weinstein company, and they're making sure that anybody that buys it, that they have conditions that they have to meet, that one of them is to reimburse all these victims and to set up a company Please. where this won't continue. You know, oh, I mean, yeah. these kind of angry law seen all the CEOs walking away from their companies. It's just one after the other. I mean, they're, they're, Tony Podesta is one. He walked away from Podesta Group when they were caught um, involved in the Uranium One scandal. And that's how they're trying to avoid any culpability is by resigning. So I'm really glad to see that. And Harvey Weinstein, you know, he uses the same Mossad agents as Hillary Clinton. It's all part of the and um, that brownstone off at the Standard Hotel in Adam Schiff's district is part of right. the whole thing, too, with heart tying into Harvey Weinstein and um, the child sex trafficking, because he used to get a steady supply himself. Sure, sure. And he's hooked in on Weinstein, and he was buddies with Jeffrey Epstein, too. Yes. The, yeah. And so now with this lawsuit, that they're saying that, um, that he had described they had a roster of wing women to facilitate the sexual encounters with other women for Harvey Weinstein. And then right. they had then they had a group of people, employees, that were charged with going in and cleaning up the mess in his office and stuff after he had he had, you know, been doing whatever yeah. he was doing in there and collecting underwear and returning it and stuff that was left behind and things like this. This is how he set that company up. This is how they were running it. Those are the realtors. Did you remember the John Podesta email from um, the realtor who asked if he wanted the pizza, the handkerchief with the pizza-related map on it? Right. They go in and clean up. That's there's there's actually a job um, associated with cleaning up after pedophiles when they've raped children. Well, you know, I wondered about that because you know I thought. What a mess the stuff that they do, and I mean, when they yeah. murder babies and everything else, that who cleans all this up afterwards? Yeah, they sure don't do it. Oh, really incredible. Yeah. So, so what uh, what are you doing now, Tim, in terms of your day to day stuff? You're working away on this document, and you're you're doing lots of interviews, as many as you can. Yep. Um, I'm working on the lawsuit, and I've, I'm also monitoring, you know, really monitoring the ongoing you. landscape of everything, particularly and particularly like with QAnon. And um, every once in a while, I'll put up a video if I've got 
a lot of the information that I have lends itself to a lot of the information that's coming out. So I'll do little videos and show people information that I have. I recently published, um, I think yesterday or the day before, um, I put up, I, I made a special video that just kind of a comp compilation of Leanne Kruger telling me about the CIA baby sales. And, uh, you know, for instance, how a CIA agent was raping little boys. Um, she describes the one, like what what she did to this little boy was like four. Um, anyway, I made like a compilation of those so people can hear it. And um, in that video, for instance, I also showed the court order where they got a, a domestic violence court judge in Florida to, to, like, ban me from talking about this stuff back in 2011. Wow. And, but now I've got a court order out of Minnesota that, that vacated, you know, it's kind of it's complicated, but... Anyway, um, they, they're not going to I don't think Florida's going to be able to do anything. Florida wants to get me, but they need to get me into Florida in order to get me, and I'm not going there. Well, you know, they're getting so blatant about everything. Now, this plane crash in, in Russia right. to kill witnesses and things. Now, who was on that plane crash? I mean, I... I know, but you probably know offhand. There were three, yeah, there were three individuals, only two of whom I have the names, but 71 people were killed, and they were going after uh, people that were attached to Uranium One, one of whom was a last man with the last name of Ivanov, and he was the Rosatom Overseas CFO. And then there was Sergei Pancheko, who was the height site um, supervisor for Russian energy, I believe. And one of these guys, Ivanov, was also connected to the dossier that was being used against Trump, which I don't really understand what that was about. And then there was one and one other individual. Um, who, like I said, I don't know yet, but they were they they either shot down or hacked the controls because apparently it descended at an extremely rapid rate, which could only be explained by either of those two things. But um, yeah, and then there were two there were two trains collided in Austria. I still have to look into that story, but um, it's believed that there were people on the trains that they were targeting as well. Wow, wow. And then what's this latest uh, about sending white powder in the mail to uh, Trump Jr.'s house? Yeah. With his yeah. wife uh, ending up in the hospital over it? Well, they took her to the hospital, but it appears to have not been anything dangerous. And something that's particularly strange is that QAnon mentions it in a post and suggests that it was a warning to the pharmacy, the pharmaceutical industry. So I, I'm not really sure what that's all about. But did you please... Um, Oh wait, no. This is. Some, I thought it was about a sex trafficking thing, but it wasn't. Never mind. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, a warning to the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah, I. I'm not sure what that was about. I think what's going on there is that 
the pharmaceutical industry has had a cure for cancer for many years, but refused to release it because then that would cause their chemotherapy revenues to dry up. Yeah, that racket would dry up. Yeah, and and that's the only treatment for which uh, physicians receive a commission, and those treatments are tens of thousands of dollars. So it's big money for the physicians to be prescribing it. And um, apparently part of what Trump is undertaking is an attempt to um, bring, you know, bring this cure for cancer to market, but the pharmaceutical industry is obviously not going to want that to happen, but they are trying to get out ahead of it, is my understanding, and may end up announcing it themselves just because they don't want to be embarrassed by it being disclosed. Well, they have killed so many people with that chemo radiation racket they've been running here for how many yeah. years that they kept the cancer treatments hidden from yeah. people. How many millions of people have died, children, oh, yes. died horrible deaths so that they could make money? But these are, the oh, same, yeah, they ca- these are the same companies that were the chemical companies that came out of Nazi Germany that we're discovering. Right. These are the, the individuals that were brought here were, you know, running these companies, and they're the ones who are now in charge of our pharmaceutical and vaccines. And right. so what we are getting is poisoning. We're, they're not looking right. to make us well. They were the ones gassing Jews in Auschwitz. Right. So well, they're not they- looking to make us well. Thank God that I think people are finally waking up to vaccines. I mean, I started reporting on those vaccines back in 2004, early 2004. And the way I did that, I got, I would call the autism moms were writing me letters, and I just started doing independent journalism. And I had been writing about uh, pharma, about different things, about, oh, when they pass that uh, Medicare prescription drug bill and stuff like this. So that's why they got the idea to write me, you know, and wanted me to investigate this, the vaccines and the autism epidemic. And at the time I said, I told them, I really don't know anything about autism. The only thing I know about autism is that movie Rain Man, you know, and they're telling me it's an epidemic all across the country, you know, and at the time I was working a day job at Daily News, and I was doing this independent journalism at night and on the weekends, you know, so I told them that, that I do this in my spare time, you know, for my regular job, and I really just don't have time to investigate something like this. I'd have to do so much, you know. And then I, got, I kept thinking about it, though, the things that they'd write and tell me. And so I decided, well, I think I'll just do a little Google search, you know, and just get an idea of what they're talking about. And so I did, and, and then I decided I would go to, um, that I did see that there was an epidemic. And this is before I knew that the CDC was corrupt and everything, you know. So I thought, well, I'll check this out. So I went to the state um, education departments, and I looked in e- across the country in each state, and I found out that, yes, their disability, you know, their classes for special ed were increasing, and it was because of autism. You know, and so then I thought, well, I'll go to the CDC and see what they say about this, you know. And so I go there, and that's what convinced me that I had to investigate and report on this. The CDC's answer was that there was no epidemic that these autistic kids had always been here, we just didn't see them, and they went undiagnosed. Well, by this time, I had already seen videos of severely autistic kids. Yeah. And I came yeah. from a town I didn't go to school with any of those kids. Right. <laughs> with 2,000 people, and I had figured out by then that the odds that I should have had seven children in that town that I grew up in at 2,000 people. So then I thought, well, if it's always been there, I never noticed them. I mean, we went to school from kindergarten to 
senior class all in one school, you know, and we right. had an ungraded room. And that's where people, you know, that were slightly retarded or mentally challenged would go in there, you know. And by this time, too, I had found out that most of these autistic children are never trained. So that means that they have to be trained, they have to be changed at school. And that little school I was in, it was like if I had no, if one person had been dirty in their pants back then, everybody would have heard about it in that yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, there weren't even pampers, so it would have had to be cloth diapers and stuff, you know. And so I thought, thought, and it was like, well, there weren't any. I know there weren't any. And so then I thought, well, what about now? Where are these autistic kids my age now that I went to school with and didn't notice? Right. There weren't any. This was so that's what convinced me that I had to investigate and, and report on this. Well then I did well back then in two thousand four, well it's bad now you can't get articles published on the truthful vaccines. But nobody would have published them articles. So I did all that research and wrote probably nearly a dozen articles and published them for free because that's the only way that any site would publish this vaccine article. Content. Yeah. Well yeah. who's in charge of vaccines at the C D C Rod Rosenstein's sister. You're kidding. I'm not. <laughs> and we think actually that family is related to Operation Paperclip. Um, oh. Folks that were brought over, but right. just to just to sort of illustrate how uh, it's just like we see all these marriages between um, government officials and members of the press, right? Right, right. This is the thing. I'm sure you've seen that, Tim, right? I saw the photograph of Rod Rosenstein, and was it, is it Heinrich Himmler? You, yeah. You, you can't, they're identical twins. Identical twins. They say Himmler was Rod Rosenstein's father. Yeah, I mean, it looks like wow. there's a researcher I'm working with who's digging into that stuff. But, um, you know, the fact that his sister is so high up in the CDC, I mean, you know, it, there are just way too many coincidences about these individuals in these high places having relationships with people in other institutions at high levels, you know? It's just well, you know, when I when I was reporting on this, I went in this, and I, and I had no idea this is all on purpose. You know, I reported through the to, Me, to the yeah. to the second half of the 2000s and, and and stuff. You know, on the vaccines, the damage they were doing, and on all the drugs that they're drugging everybody with. You know, I'm putting it there that it was purely you know to boost pharma profits, but I'm of a different opinion now. This has been genocidal all along. This this is they're killing us. And this is one of the ways they do it. The vaccines, the prescription drugs, the GMO foods, the fluoride in the the water, the chemtrail spraying is the final nail in the coffin. They are killing us all with this. And if we don't wake up and stop this chemtrail spraying, we will not have an earth that is inhabitable by 2025, people. Your children and grandchildren have no future, people, if you don't wake up and end this chemtrail spraying. Yeah, just look up and look at the ground. You can see already the plant life. It just—it's nothing thriving anymore. At least where I live, and we're getting sprayed almost every day. Um, it's really bad here. We haven't. Well, seen something's happened in Green Bay here lately because we have been covered with spraying for for as long back as I can remember. We wouldn't get a blue sky here maybe once or twice a week, and it would be a short-term thing. 
for the last week, we've had blue skies in Green Bay almost every day. People must be contacting their government officials in Bitchin' Man because something has happened here in Green Bay. Wow. That we have blue skies, which we never do. Supposedly, that's something that um, President Trump plans to address, and he knows... um, he knows it's going on, but I mean, we really don't have much time. <laughs> no, honestly, no, we're, we're talking I mean, a few years. It's not—we're not decades or generations. We are seriously, like, it, it's horrifying. Basically. Well, wait. Before I was always saying we have less than a decade, but now his latest shows. Every Saturday he does a, a weekly newscast, and I say that is the most important newscast out there right now that Dane Wigington on geoengineering does, because he covers everything that's happened, but he really the big focus on the geoengineering and the chemtrail spraying, you know, but now he's down to, when I had him on my show, when I first started this show over a couple of years ago, it was 10 years, he said. Well, now, Saturday, it's down to 2025, the latest that this planet will be inhabitable. And I'm begging people to contact their government officials every day and demand an end to this. Your children and grandchildren have no future. We will all be dead. And we are going to get sicker. People might think, well, I don't have to worry about it. I got till 2025. No, you don't. You're going to get sicker and sicker <laughs> you know, by the day. There was, this chemtrail uh, flu, is, there is no epidemic of flu. This is chemtrail spraying that is poisoning everybody. So people trying to take vaccines or flu treatments, it's not going to treat it. This is not no. flu. No. Well, This is the scariest thing. There's this 20, or excuse me, $10 billion a year program, or two, no, excuse me, $2 billion program uh, the Pentagon is running is a bioweapons program in 25 countries where they're developing lethal man-made viruses and other pathogens that are incurable. Right, right. And, you know, people so, go to their doctors, and their doctors have no idea what is going on. But I'll tell you something no. else, though. These doctors that are given these vaccines, these Rockefeller-trained quacks, pharma-bribed doctors that are poisoning our children, and all of us, anybody goes and gets vaccines, a flu vaccine, any of them, you know, that pretty soon I predict we are going to see them murdered because people have had it. I said this this, um, latest, um, one of the things I had posted was three children, triplets, all right. got autism at nine months old on the same day after their vaccines, all three of them. And I said to my boyfriend, if that was me, that doctor that poisoned them children would be dead right now for doing that to my three children. You know, and they get away with this, but it's not going to be much longer. These quacks are going to get it. Go ahead. I think that's one during, during this awakening in our country, I think that's one of the things that they're kind of worried about is that if all this information floods out into the public too fast, you know, about the pedophilia and the sacrifices and the chemtrails and, uh, uh, you know, the, the, the autism and all that, I think they're mm-hmm. actually afraid of that, Evelyn. I think they're afraid that people are going to literally drag these people out of their houses and hang them from light poles. Well, and they well, should. Well, they should. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Because all the time I was reporting on them vaccines and them psych drugs and how they were poisoning our little babies. I mean, one article I wrote about trafficking their, their, their 
putting kids less than a year old on antipsychotics, and I was working with yeah. Senator Grassley's office on this when they were investigating them to sue them and everything, how they were milking the Medicaid, you know, and that's where they would get most of these kids. But I found a report, a Medicaid report out of Florida, where there was 23 infants less than a year old put on these antipsychotics. And, of course, charges the Medicaid. And though at the time, those antipsychotics were like $1,300 a month. Oh, my God. Now, can you believe this? 23 little infants put on these. Well, then I said, oh, well, they must have had a huge awakening because the next year after we reported on this and Grassley confronted them and stuff, oh, they were all cured. The next year, oh, wow. there was no infants less than a year old on these drugs. But this is how bad these quacks are, what they're doing to our children. And they're doing it to adults, but the children need our protection. Yeah. My mother is trying to force those vaccines and drugs on these kids. Oh. I'm just. Yeah, my mom was in uh, uh, healthcare, mental health care too, and she they used to try and push, you know, require that everyone have the flu vaccine, and she was just like, there is no way. And then she also knew that people's health records were not being properly protected, and when she would have somebody come in. She would say, you know, I'm going to ask you these series of questions because I have to, but it would really be in your best interest not to answer them because once this becomes part of your record, it will be used against you, and you just have to know that. <laughs> so she, she, hates, she, she ended up retiring this past year because she couldn't take it anymore, but she could see the corruption in the system was just looking for people, trying to dig up people, who they could prescribe treatments and medications for. That's what the goal of all of that documentation is for. And we're seeing that now even with the DNA. People, they, you know, uh, Ancestry.com is run by the LDS Church. I don't know if you know. And part of their tradition is for children to uh, trace their family history. And so that genealogy became a big part of the church, and so they started keeping all of these birth records. Well, you know, more recently, they became, they commercialized it as Ancestry.com and uh, offer people the opportunity to send in their DNA and um, find out their genealogy. Well, it sounds exciting and, you know, it's productive for many, many people who have sent in their DNA, but once you're, once you send that off, it is theirs entirely to sell and do whatever they want with. And one of the things we're seeing come out of that is people being targeted as um, organ donors because of their DNA. They, they, they use it. To make matches for these billionaires. Right, right. Oh, wow. So, I'm telling uh, you, the money that they're making off of this drug and everybody, I mean, is just insane. Yeah. I mean, um, it probably was back in 2009 or 10 that they came out. They had a, um, for guidelines for writing prescriptions for infants and toddlers for psychiatric drugs. This was for little infants and toddlers. They came out and they invented the bipolar disorder right. for kids. You know what they started with. I, I came with ADHD. It, you know, well, right. They started with ADHD, and of course, when you give ADHD that speed to kids, then it makes them depressed, and so they can't sleep and everything. So then, and you know, I'm a former speed freak in the '70s. You know, I was a speed freak, so I know all about 
He does to you, you know, and you party for days, and then you crash, and you're depressed as hell. Well, you knew this when you're a speed freak. That's going to happen. Right. Well, then, see, they use that with the little kids to say, oh, now they have depression. So now we'll prescribe the SSRI antidepressants. And so they added that to it. Well, then they developed different side effects and stuff. So then they said, well, then they probably, they're bipolar by now, you know, because they're depressed and they're hyper from the speed. Right. And, the, and so then they said, well, then they had to add other drugs, you know. And so yeah. if that didn't work. They just kept adding drugs, okay. This was the whole guidelines that went down. I mean, it just turned my stomach. I sent it to people to ask them to summarize it, and they said they couldn't even stomach it, the thought of it, that they're drugging little two- and three-year-olds like this. And so anyways, I go down, and it tells you to keep adding drugs. You know, if this don't work, if that don't work. By the end, the child who has bipolar, if you put on, on all the drugs that they said to put them on then to make it work for the bipolar, it was over $50,000 a year just for the drugs. That didn't even count the doctor's appointments or anything like that. $50,000 a year. Wow. And I said, I said, what parents in what other field of medicine would pay $50,000 a year for drugs for an ailment that can't even be documented in any way that they even have it? You know, but this is what they set up. Imagine that, $50,000. And people used to ask me, how do they get parents to do that? And I said, oh, they don't tell them it's a racket you know, that they're doing this to all the kids, they tell the parents, oh, your kid is very different, you know, he has this mental disorder, you know. They don't tell them that they're running kids through here and they're prescribing these to everybody, turning them into mental disorders. Yeah. This is so horrible, horrible, horrible. And those yeah, one of the, what they do to the, the brain, the, oh, awful. Yeah. It's incredible. And one of the things that's being sprayed so heavily in the skies is lithium, which is an endocrine disruptor. And, you know, with hormones, even tiny fluctuations can have enormous cascading effects. And um, lithium is used to treat uh, bipolar disorder. And so we're all being dosed with lithium. One of the things I was going to mention, too, Evelyn, is that uh, someone passed along to me. I have to verify this, but... Uh, there's this website that is for a weapons contractor, and on, they have um, country data that they provide, which includes, like, gross domestic products um, and population and population growth, per capita um, income, that kind of thing. And uh, for the U.K., which is one country where, where I know that uh, this spring is going on, because I had a whistleblower contact me who's involved in it, um, they show the population going from, like, 54 million to um, 15 million by yeah. 2025. And then oh, yeah. for the U.S., it shows uh-huh. the population going from 335 or whatever it is down, down yeah. to about 50 million by 2025. Well, well, I just seen a report where um, the uh, the length of life, how long you live in this country, has dropped six years in, in just just a matter of a few years. I want yeah. to say four. Six years it dropped. People, yep. you better wake up. They are poisoning you with everything. Yeah. I mean, that would usually take, a drop like that would usually take, decades. you know, decades. Yeah. Yeah, but this yes. was like in four or six years it dropped. 
that much in this country. And then we have the highest rate of infants dying in the first year of birth in this country with the highest health care in the world, you know, and the highest thing for delivery. We have the highest rate of infants oh, dying in the first year, yeah. oh, and that's God. because of the vaccines. There's no other country that gives the number of vaccines that we do, nor do they give them on the first day of life like we do. Yeah, before the blood-brain barrier is established. Right. Yeah. Ah, so frustrating. Tim, oh. <laughs> to bring you back in here. So, um, so what can what can we do to help you? What can people out in the community do to help you right now while you're working through this document and all of that? Well, you know, one of the biggest things, I, you know, Sarah Westall asked me the same question, and one of the, my first answer was pray. Was I, I, I really, really believe in the power of, of our entire country, of all the good, if all the good people are praying, and it, it's an energy that goes against um, the evil. But um, the other thing is, like, spread the link. Uh, like, you know, like your program, when, when, when this program is published, I, I hope people out there share it and pass it around because really just the more the more my name is out there, the safer I am. Because I just need to be, just not have them trying to plant drugs on me and, you know, follow the stunts they have. Um, that's that's well, right. primarily... And the, and the reporters that are, the reporters that go near the child sex trafficking ring are in the most danger because uh, they they want rid of us. That's right. They've proven that's that. Right. That's, why, that's why people talk about me and keep my name out there. It's not an ego thing at all. Believe right. me, it's not. No. I, I, I mean, well, I really appreciate just, you know, like, just the exposure that I'm getting um, here. I'm being on your show, and uh, I was on Patricia's show the other day, or we gave it a shot anyway. We tried. But, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. we'll, we'll make it work. But, um, right. Well, you, know, you and Trace are... As long as people know about me, then it's, it's, it's a lot harder for them to try to throw me in jail or, you know, the stunts they pull. Right. Right. That kind that of stuff. True. Yeah. But these, you know, these deals of causing car accidents and train accidents and plane accidents, and I mean, they don't care anymore. They're so blatant. They don't care. They do this right in front of everybody now. That's what's so scary to me. Well, didn't they take down the Titanic, though, Evelyn? I mean, they've been doing it right well, yeah. in front of her. But, you know, I didn't know that. I didn't know that oh. probably till a year ago. Yeah. They yeah, did that. Me too. I, see, I didn't. Yeah. And so, well, you two are so brave. You're out there. Well, you guys know that I don't go out of my house. I'm a coward. I stay in here. And also, I don't go near anybody I care or love because I'm so afraid that they will try to harm them to get to me. You know, that... Um, but you guys are out there, and you're driving around, and you're in dangerous places, man. I I, I worry about you as I really do. You're real heroes. Well, you're doing a great service just by having this program, Evelyn, so thank you. Sure. Well, I view it as a gift from above because, you know, I've shared with you that I don't really like doing the radio program, but uh, <laughs> Gary Null was nice enough to offer it to me, and, and it was like I looked at it as a gift from above to help get the word out, and I'll keep doing it. And and you guys are so good to come on. You know, I get the best guests, guests, and and I really want to thank you both for coming on and, well, and think, speaking I, out. I, you know, Go I ahead. think Evelyn. You know, I talked to other people about this because, man, I think you are really a testament to something. Because you told me, you told me yourself, you said, you said I hate doing this, and yet 
yet you do it. And if there were more, if the people, if there were more people in our country who thought the way you do, like I don't even like doing this, but I'm going to do it because, like you said earlier here, just a few minutes ago, you go, our job is to protect our children, and that's what right. you're doing. You know, right. you know, and I feel bad for you because you told me some of your story, and but if more people had that attitude, we would have never gotten in this damn position in the first place. Right. <laughs> No, it's so true, Tim. You're absolutely right about that. And it well, really like does. Now, do you, do you, no, they always interfere with my show. Do you hear the phone ringing now? Do you hear yeah. that? Yep. I they keep doing it. this. I think it was a couple of weeks ago they did this, too. I never get phone calls, okay? I don't talk on the phone, okay? So when they call in this hour, they're doing it on purpose to interfere with this show. <laughs> but go ahead. Just ignore it. Sorry about that. Well, it's okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. It's going to take every single one of us. I mean, literally, we all we have is our numbers, and you just never know which person is going to tip the scales. And, you know, so we just have to keep building the numbers of people who are listening and watching and engaged. Because um, that really is our only chance to succeed with this. Well, you know, you know that um, reporter that uh, his name was John Barlow? Did you hear that he oh, yes. died? Now, Q has mentioned him in post, so I'm assuming that that was not a good death. That uh, Apparently he protected uh, Edward Snowden, who they're saying is actually a CIA plant that was put into the NSA to embarrass the agency because there's all those interagency rivalries, you know? Well, I know and, they're saying that, you know, but who do we believe? Yeah, I don't know. You know, I mean, I'm to the point that there's probably probably only about five people in the whole world that I trust explicitly, that I would believe them on anything. We are to the point now that, you know, it's so flooded with stories and stuff that I'm just like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Yeah, it's true. You do have to be, you know, critical of every piece of information. Um, Yeah. It's just the world we live in. And it's just smart. Anyway, you have to take each thing on its own merit, right? That's the appropriate thing to do anyway. Right. Well, with this law firm that you have, Tim, that must be some awful brave people working with you. Oh, yeah, they're not... um They're not a... Per- yeah, they're not worried. <laughs> no? No? <laughs> no, these... I finally it, it took whatever eight nine years, but I've got I've got some. Uh, they swing a big bat. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Uh, well, I hope you have you know a lot of luck. Back when I was helping um, Senator Grassley when he was filing them lawsuits against the drug companies, you know, I worked like two and a half months, you know, non-paid, just putting this timeline together for his staff to show him how they they have moved this drugging of children in, you know. Um, and how they accomplished it with all the front groups, the farmer front groups that they prop up, you know, to push parents to drug their kids and all this stuff. And as I'm doing this, I'm thinking, well, this is good, though. You know, they'll do these lawsuits, and this will stop it. You know, this will stop them from drugging these little kids and stuff. It didn't. They they no. lost huge, the, the law firms. Billions of dollars they had to pay in fines. But they kept right on. It's worse now yeah. than it ever was. You know, Until they go yeah. to jail, they will not stop. They need right. to Nobody go went to jail. jail. Yeah. 
So that's just, they write that into the business plan. That's the cost of doing business, then fine. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That, but it, it may be changing here soon. Um, I think so, because Q is really staying on this too, these drug companies, and what they've been doing, depriving us all of all our treatments, the people yeah, dying for no reason. Can you imagine if the food comes out about cancer, how many people have lost people they love to cancer? Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you could yeah, have... And they keep on that chemo... Pain therapy racket like they did this elderly friend I had. They kept her going for five years, kept her taking her back and back and back. And this is before I understood it all, you know, and she kept going. It just tortured her. I mean, they just keep you hanging on. You know, you didn't have a good life for that five years. Yeah. So disgusting. It's incredible. And then, not only that, though, Evelyn, think about the fact that they go on to exploit the family and other loved ones' grief through these foundations that never yeah. have any intention of, of finding a cure. They're just ways, they're the same kind of thing as the Clinton Foundation. They are money laundering enterprises for the billionaires. Right, right. I get so mad when I see people, so you know, going to them cancer rallies and stuff. And, they, and like you yes. said, you know, all these people donate money, find the cure, find the cure. They never, ever invested yeah. money yeah. in finding the cure. They had the cure. Yeah. No, it's, it's inc- that's, that is probably the worst insult, I think. Is so not only that they had to with selling all this stuff, you know, loved different ones colors. Them. Uh, it's a racket all the way around. It sure is. It sure is. That's incredible so research that you did. And I'm hopeful, though, with Donald Trump that the whole vaccine injury issue will be addressed once and for all. Well, yeah, I heard. Now, see, this is the thing, though. You know, the stories come out. But, again, who do you believe? But they said that, that Melanie Trump banned the flu vaccine in the White House that she don't want. That. I heard that, yeah. That it's true because it spreads. The fake flu when you give them the vaccine. Yeah. I won't let my kids have it. I won't take it. No. Um, Don't take any vaccines. And and people go to to their doctor now. They they think they're going for the flu. Well, there is no treatment for this chemtrail spray. And we are all going to get sicker and sicker and sicker before 2025. And I beg everyone to contact their legislatures and demand an end to this chemtrail spray. Yeah, yeah, we we need to get loud. We really need to get Very loud. loud. Very loud. Uh, um, you know, I mean, I don't know what the, well, and then we have the Fukushima. Um, Dane Wigginton was saying on his show that they had a huge, another huge leak over there yes. just last yes. week, and nobody's reporting it here. And before Obama left office, he took away the guidelines for measuring the radiation levels in our food, in our soil, water, in our water, everything. Yes. So the water and stuff we're drinking and everything is poison. I mean, this genocide is right out here in the open, and people don't yeah, see it. It is incredible. now. It, it was never supposed to be known, though. Yeah, the way no, we were supposed to win and the program was supposed to continue on. We weren't supposed to know that. So. Right. Yeah. Can you imagine, Tim? Seriously, like what the world would be right now should Hillary have won? Oh, that's what I said. And, and Trisha, and I want to stress again, Trisha's daily show is the best newscast out there, people, and you need to tune in every day and listen. And that's what I said on, on your show today, that uh, 
that this bit about, um, you know, that they want to impeach Trump. And I said, I can't stand Trump. But you impeach him and we'll get somebody 100 times worse. Who are they going to replace him with? You know, the only consolation is that the hairy criminal cabal did not get in. Right. (laughs) Yeah. And and then there's just no basis for impeaching him either. (laughs) No. Utterly ridiculous, you know. I mean, like I say, I can't stand him. It kills me because it makes it sound like I'm out here defending Trump. Like I like him, I don't. Yeah, 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 (laughs) yeah. Look at the other side. With Hillary and her rat lines all over, sex trafficking and drug trafficking and arms trafficking, rat lines and organ harvesting all over the world. We want that. Well, I think, and I think for, you know, for Tim, thank heaven, um, the timing of your court case, December, and with all of this other uh, stuff developing around the child sex trafficking in Hollywood and Haiti and among the UN peacekeepers. People are, are are becoming aware of it. So now, as your story comes out, as impossible as it is for the average person to believe, they'll be able to see how it it can exist. In fact, so I'm hopeful for you that that this will come to the surface once and for all. Well, we make a great team at fighting this, and we'll stay in until the end. Us three. So thank you so much, Tim and Trish for coming on and for all your hard works and efforts. Okay. Thank you. We'll, okay, we'll see you next week, people. Thanks for tuning in. Bye-bye. feel so helpless and confused Cause I hear screaming on the left 